Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Comic-Con Radio. Comic-Con! Coverage of pop culture events from around the globe. Amazing interviews with celebrities. Daily recaps and reviews of popular television. Movie reviews. Everything fandom from around the globe. Comic-Con Radio. Get ready to enter our universe. Let's go. Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. What is up? I was going to end the music, but you kept going, and I'm like, oh, he's he's digging it. He's feeling it. He's liking this. Where's our official beginning? Where's our, uh, uh, where's, I don't know. Where's, Who knows? where's our theme song? Get the theme song going. I don't even think it's in here. What? It's not in here. Oh, my gosh. I All right. Know. Well, then, because Phil is not here, I'm going to have to do it. And he's the beard bank floors. And we're here to nerd, to nerd together. together. Very good. Awesome for the 114th time. We're talking about anything pop culture, movies, food, music, wrestling, whatever you're talking about. We want to talk about it. Yep. And you can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Linktree. All the socials at Distance Nerding. Oh my gosh. On deck, <laughs> to- on deck tonight, we have the Geek End Update. You mean the Geek End Update? Oh, shoot. Oh, well, we, you got you, you to gotta break that thing up, too. No, that, that's for later. That's for later. That's for the yeah, intro. Yeah, that's, that's but... for later. Okay, so, yeah, well, so we gonna, got the Geek End update. We're going to recap some uh, KyberCon, dude. So <gasps> much fun. So much oh, fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so much fun for you. You were there in spirit, sir. Thank uh, you very I, much. You know, where I was was on my couch crying like a little girl because I wasn't there. So, lights, camera, reaction. We got a trailer full of trailers. Thanks to the superb owl. <laughs> <laughs> the download. I didn't know you had an owl in the, in your repertoire. Uh, the download. All the movies, TV streamers, and park news just for our nerds. Mm. But first, let me get a shout out. Point, 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 point. <laughs> <laughs> I told him oh. he should upload it all, but he's like, no, I'm just going to play it. From the thing. Oh, let me do my okay, thing. Okay, I'll, I'll do my thing, then you do your thing. So shout out to Podex, in fact. This episode is powered by Podex. Podex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster, an existing broadcaster, looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Podex. Use code NERDING10 at poddex.com for 10% off. And that's 10% off the, the decks themselves.
themselves, the shirts, the hats, the coffee mugs, all the little tchotchkes that they have. There's some pretty cool swag, actually. Um, yeah, use code NERDING10, 10% off those those pod decks. We use pod decks all the time. We use them when we when we do interviews, when we do cons, when we do interviews with guests and celebrities. They end up working out really, really well. So yeah, make sure you check out poddex.com. Yes. And also, shout out to Dubby. There's no Dubby on the screen, but I'm going to do this thing anyway live so you can actually physically see me doing this. You ready? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I have that. Oh, <gasps> no, I don't. Okay. Well, in any Just case. kidding, I do. W is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus, concentration, reaction time with no jitters or crash. W contains no maltodextrin and sugar, no fillers, artificial colors, or dyes. Now, you might be asking yourself, what makes W different from other gaming supplements? Well, W is one of the few drinks that contains Neurofactor, a nootropic derived from the coffee fruit. Neurofactor helps give your brain focus and clarity, while the 150 milligrams of caffeine and three essential B vitamins help you stay alert and energized. To find out more about Dubby, you can head over to www.dubby.gg and you can utilize... Wait! Wait! This is my part! Get the hell out of my way! Use code NERDY10 for 10% off at your checkout because Dubby brings focus, clarity, and no amount of confusion to your training. It also fuels my perversion. Thank you very much. I'm out, young man. Thank you, master. That's Dubby. Code NERDING10 for 10% off at your checkout at www.dubby.gg. James, back to you. Oh, that was beautiful, sir. Thank you. I'm very impressed with you. Appreciate you. I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, you know, I don't. I haven't tried all the new Dubby flavors, and I keep, I keep forgetting. Like, hey, wait a second. I could buy Dubby myself, but I or haven't because could... I'm always, I'm always using Philippe's. I was gonna say you go over to Phil's and just take it. I know. Just I take know. it. Is it time? Do I have to? Sh- do I have to shout in my house and like get every, get every, get every, everybody all like freaked out because I, I kind of want to do it. I mean, if you, if you feel like it's time. Hell yeah. It's, it's time. time. It's time. Hang on. Hang on. Are we ready? Are we ready? <clears throat> Go ahead and hit I'm, it. I'm... The Geek End Update! <laughs> That was awesome. Look at you go. Dude, KyberCon 3, just this past weekend in Fairfield, California, celebrating Kyber Cave's third anniversary being a, a Sabre store here in Northern California. So much fun. I wish, I wish, I wish you could have been there, Mr. Forrest, because it was amazing seeing everybody in person and seeing all our friends and, and, and extended friends. It was really cool. Like, I walked in. I'm like, okay, let's see what's happening, because... I drove up and there were, I don't know, 15 saber people, saber battlers outside on the lawn just battling. I'm like, what? Am I in the right spot? I have to be in the right spot because look at all these, you know, saber battlers. But they were just out there practicing. And this is outside of the con. And I go into the con and I saw some amazing vendors. So shout out to some of the vendors that were there. Like I saw my friend Amy who was who was vending there with her husband and her two kids. So cool. Reason I'm right. It was really cool. <laughs> I looked I looked down, you know, I was talking to like some of our friends, you know, like John D. Michaels and, and some of our new friends at New Rockstars. And I looked down, I'm like, oh, there's a there's like a, a baby pop-up like little fence thing right in the middle of all the vendors i'm like how much for the baby <laughs> and they're like oh that one's not for sale and he turned around and i'm like oh wait that's my friend amy so she brought her little baby it was so cute it was Aww, so cool that's freaking adorable but it was awesome you know it was like you know it's not the 
it wasn't a huge con because it was it was a real small con, but it was nice and intimate and contained. I saw a bunch of friends. Shout out to my buddy Chris, who uh, I just told like the day before, and he's like, "Dude, I will totally go to that." And he drove down, checked it out. So that's cool. I put it on Sat Geeks, and some of our friends on Sat Geeks came down. So shout out to Matt who came down. Um, he's like, "Yeah, I'll go check this out. This looks like fun." So he came down, and it was really cool. Of course, our good friends, Mrs. Fours, was there. It was cool. Actually, I think that was the first time I've met her in person. Like, it's funny because we talk all the time. Like, all of us are talking all the time on chat. But it yep. was the first time I saw her in person. So it was really cool. That's also <laughs> the first time I think anybody besides Van has mm -hmm. seen Anthony. Yeah, Anthony was there. He was really cool hanging out. It was cool. And I, I saw that Dave showed up too. Dave showed up with his son. Dave did some battling. So it was awesome. I heard um, there were I heard there were welts and scars to be remembered from that. A little yeah, bit. but it was really fun. It was really fun. Shout out to uh, Twilight Knights. They were really cool. They're like, impromptu battle? Bring it. So it was really cool. Dave's like, this is the only reason why I'm here. <laughs> he just wanted to beat some people up with his sabers. So oh my good, good for him. But uh, Mezzo, shout out to Mezzo. Shout out to Van. Who else did I run into? Oh, you know who showed up, which was really cool? Um, One of our favorite Jawas, Tim Donaldson, one of the mm -hmm. original Jawas, showed up. And he was signing autographs and talking to people. I really, really love watching Tim interact with, with fans and attendees because people are like, oh, you played a Jawa? Oh, wait, in the original? Oh, you were five? You're the youngest cast member of the original Star Wars film? Mm. Can I get your autograph? Sure. And then he has he has his uh, like pictures and everything like that, so it was really cool hearing his story. Um, there were some awesome panels, too. Shout out to Tommy Bechtold and Eric Voss from New Rock Stars. They ran some panels with Young Phil because that's how Young Phil does. He likes to be near the mics, and he was amazing on the mics. So we did a, um, we did a kind of a live impromptu last minute kyber cave gaming the other night oh yeah and and van van got on the show with us oh nice um and he was saying you know i didn't expect all the big prizes to go all just like that in the beginning <laughs> Like, like just boom, 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 saber, 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 saber. Like, like, I guess Tommy and, and Phil got on a roll and the, I guess the big prizes were kind of supposed to be spread out. Nope. All went at yep. the start. Yep. I, I should have warned Van about that because that's <laughs> how young Phil operates. I've had that problem too, where it's like, Hey man, I, I brought these Funko pops. We're going to be giving them away all day. And he's like, awesome. 10 o'clock hits by 10, 10. He's giving them all away. I'm like, dude, Oh my, what are you doing? Gosh. He's like, that's all we have. He's like, I just got caught up with giving stuff away. And making people happy. I'm like, oh, jeez. Gotta do That's... it like a raffle, bro. You gotta like give away one yeah. prize, wait 10, 20 minutes, give away another prize, like keep them, keep them in the auditorium, you know? Yeah. That's young Phil. You give him prizes and he wants to make people happy. So Kyber Cave was amazing. Panels were great. Seeing everybody in person was great. John D. Michaels came all the way from South Korea, his only US appearance, you know, from Squid Games. If you um, missed him, you missed him. He, it. it was really cool to see his panel. And, he, and it's nice because he has like the Hollywood insight but he also has this other outlook about like how Netflix works, how um, I don't know what they call it, Holly, Korean Hollywood, mm -hmm. Korean film industry, mm -hmm. how that works and how it operates as him being, you know, an uh, American or expat, you know? So it's yeah. really interesting hearing his story. So that was super cool. Tommy and Eric from New Rockstars were amazing too. Everybody was super interested in like, oh my God, you are a YouTube celebrity, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, let's talk to you. So shout out to New Rockstar, shout out to their new, their new network the new channel coming called the deep dive oh so that gosh. is on its way well done sorry i'm trying I'm to think saying. i'm trying to think if there's any oh uh shout out to joshua pila who did some amazing uh flow artistry that was did really he, cool too. did he get the fire out he didn't get the fire out we were inside oops we were inside so gotcha oh <gasps> 
in, in auditorium. Come on. The Husbeard is here. Oh, let's see. Geek Saga is here. What's up? What's up, Eugene? But then also we got the grave, the ghost. The what ghost up, of the graveyard. The husband? Well, while we're waiting on um while we're waiting on Phil, I guess let me ask this question. Did you get an opportunity to see last week's unbelievable Nintendo Direct? No, tell me about it. Tell me about it. It was disgusting. It was the best Nintendo Direct we've had in two years. They brought mm. the fire this Thursday on Kyber Cave because they had three games drop in demos. So we don't mm -hmm. have them yet, but the demos drop. Graveyard and I are going to be playing all three brand new demos from Nintendo this Thursday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Ooh. So that's going to be really, really sick. But we've got the latest trailer to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which it's basically a Breath of the Wild sequel, but everyone's all like, oh my God, they're continuing that animation style. Yay. Got a, we got some RPGs from the old Sega Saturn and uh, Sega CD and Genesis and whatnot coming oh, back. Sega, Sega Saturn? I haven't heard that mentioned in a decade. Dude, Sega Saturn was the greatest system ever made hands down um because x-men versus street fighter time to do the show let's do the show now <laughs> run it back <laughs> run it back look at this guy oh god i'm sorry everybody uh i got off of work late i'm i'm so sorry for being late here that's all right i i did all the screaming for you i saw that i i was actually watching and uh i appreciate you guys Getting Don't everything. forget to download and subscribe. Thank you. Exactly. I'm just going to watch the show as is the way that you guys are doing it now. I mean, what, what, what do you need me for? Uh, we need you to drop some audio because it's not programmed into StreamYard. So right. that's what we needed back in the day. But, you know, I had my W screen. That was helpful. Yeah. And we did it acapella style. <laughs> we did it. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, burr, burr, burr. I saw that. I, I, I saw him go, <laughs> W. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to be interrupted this time, damn it. <laughs> it was great, man. Uh, so give me one second here. I'm going to open up the uh, the the iCloud. That way I can get everything on the screen. I, I I was I was rushing when I got home and I was like, okay, I've got to do uh, the keynote and get everything ready. And then I open the keynote and it's it's already done. And I'm like, oh, James already did it. Yeah, well, it's hard to do when you're driving, right? <laughs> yeah, at all. All right. So uh, to conclude my thought, the Nintendo Direct was absolute fire. We had Metroid Prime Remake, Metroid Prime 1 Remake, which pissed a lot of people off because mm -hmm. they were expecting Metroid Prime 4, which did not come. Um, sea of Stars, which is a new independent RPG, which is more of a spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana, which is going to be the most fire RPG this year. We've had we have new Fire Emblem Engage update stuff, which I've already got downloaded because that game is killer. Uh, Kirby, uh, Kirby has a remake for Return to Dreamland and a brand new epilogue stage. Pikmin Four, which Mrs. Four is absolutely freaked out on, which was hilarious watching her you, do that. You called that, dude. You said Pikmin was was going to be dropping a new game. Yep, I I, I called I called the whole damn direct yeah i called the whole damn of those thing. games you call it man like i you, called you, you called that you called uh god there was another I, oh and i called i called bayonetta and we got a bayonetta um prologue game uh, uh the only thing i didn't call was metroid prime 4 but you but did got... mention that we that, that you were that they were going to be coming out with the new metroid though I mean, yes. I, I mean technically not new but i mean it's still metroid you know yes so uh so that's everything from nintendo so james back to you back to me all right no that was great that's 
that's great. I'm glad you uh, you brought that up because I didn't have any info on that. So that's awesome. Thank you, sir. And it looks like Cam's kind of excited for some stuff. What does he say? Professor Layton is coming to the Switch, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, Professor Layton, because there because there's no more DS titles. It's made its it's jumped to the Switch. So if you like brain teasers and mysteries and stuff like that, that is right up your alley. That is awesome. Okay, Fours, you want to stick around for some news? I knew you you had to bounce. So it's up to you. I will stick around for a couple stories. I got about 10 minutes. If I don't sleep tonight, I'm going to kill somebody tomorrow. Hey, <laughs> if you fall asleep on stream, I'm totally okay with that. Just if if you start snoring, we'll just mute you. That's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> God, That's <yeah>. fine. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, now it's time to the, for the meat of the show. Uh, you already heard it earlier, but now it's the part where we talk about it's time for the download. Don't forget what? To getting into the news here. Check out Distance Sternington Post on Facebook. The Distance Sternington Post. All the trailers, all the news, all the rumors, all the reactions. Shout out to the, our boy Cam because he is posting. Like, he posts so fast. Philippe <laughs> <laughs> so. and I were messaging during the Super Bowl. Like, are you posting it? And, and I was like, are you going to post this? And he's like, Cam already posted it. What do you, Why do I need to post it? I'm like, oh, okay. No, right. no. I said we, uh, I, I was talking about how, because uh, we were trying to keep track of what trailers we were going to talk about on the show yeah. and i was like well if there's anything anything that's failing uh cam's already posted it in, in, in their post so exactly i don't know how he moves that fast shout out to cam <laughs> well he's he's like an hour hour ahead of us yeah but it's happening at the same time he just he's he's already hey, got a trailer online i'm just trying to give explanations it doesn't have to be right but okay let's keep going that's why he's so good at what he does into <laughs> some haggard news oh this one sorry um, this one's hagar sad. hagar chris hagar. brown the car cartoonist behind the Hagar the Horrible comic strip and son of Hagar creator Dick Brown has passed away. Oh, that's super sad. So uh, Chris Brown died following a long illness at the age of 70. Um, so Chris Brown took over working on the strip after his father retired and, and passed away. So um, working with his brother Chance and cartoonist working on the strip in some form from 1989 to 2023. Over half the life of the character you know, Chris Brown kind of took it over for his dad. Mm -hmm. so how cool is that you know like he he kind of kept the legacy going of his of his father's work so that's yeah. super cool that's and that's a long time like 34 years yeah and the, you know, the horrible has been like i i've always remembered you know watching this one and and who who was the the what was it jughead jarhead the 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 the, the, the archie one no um the soldiers it was, it was like usually right under uh hagar jughead is it jughead jugheads oh yeah okay okay yeah i think you're right Hagar actually celebrated its 50th publishing anniversary earlier this week on February 4th. Oh, I celebrated 50 years after I celebrated my 36. Oh, that's so sad. Well, I mean, think about it. He So Chris Brown took it over in 89 from 89 to 2023. So yeah. he was running it longer than his father, you know, right. which is kind of odd. So super sad, but, you know, it's some amazing work. The strip continues to be distributed across thousands of newspapers every day, publishing in over 50 countries. I don't know what's going to happen now, though. Yeah. I like, if they're going to keep going. Over? Does somebody take over or does it just does it go? And considering that he took it over from his father, like I would hope that somebody takes up the legacy on this. Yeah. And it looks like maybe who is it? Chance Brown? Maybe Chance Brown is, is keeping it going. So we'll see. And Chance yeah, we'll Brown see. is his brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. But 
That's what a sudden start. Okay. I got some um, quick hitters, so I don't know if you want to um, chat about it, but we'll just keep going. So some DC news. There's been a lot of DC, you know, stuff going on between, you know, stuff getting canceled and, you know, right. James Gunn and, and chapter one gods and monsters and everybody's like, what's going to happen? So one of the things that was announced and everybody was worried that it was going to be canceled, Constantine 2 with Keanu Reeves. Right. Warner Brothers announced that it's definitely still happening right we talked about this uh i think sometime last week and we were talking about how um constantine to uh keanu reeves uh, in an interview said that every year uh he's pitched constantine to since the first one came out mm -hmm. and uh warner brothers is like shut it down every time and now they want to make it um and from what i understand this is supposed to be part of elseworlds hmm. okay and maybe this is on the back half of chapter one mm -hmm. and we just don't know it quite yet so we'll see so okay cool so we're still getting Constantine. Speaking of, we're still getting Dexter. So it's showtime for some killer news. Showtime is officially moving forward with a new series, which is currently titled Dexter Origins. This image is super creepy, by the way. Very much so. I gotta just, I'm going to move it just so his eyes aren't on screen because it's freaking me out. <laughs> want him to stare at you he looks like <laughs> stare he, at your soul no seriously look at his facial expression he looks like the love child between jim carrey and zod oh god <laughs> <laughs> he does now you that can't unsee it that made me cough <coughs> i'm hurting <laughs> All right. Dexter Origins is a prequel with a young Dexter, like young Sheldon. Didn't we talk about that? That was a joke from like a couple weeks ago, right? Right, right. Um, a young Dexter at, um, at the outset of his transition into the average avenging serial killer, he would become the series. We'll see him graduate college to join Miami Metro, where he meets younger versions of various Dexter characters. There's also a Trinity Killer prequel series in the works as well. Interesting. So so remember showtime and and paramount are coming together right 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 you know so it's going to be like paramount plus showtime or showtime on paramount plus whatever it may be but showtime's kind of cashing in on on their ip you know their intellectual intellectual property like dexter putting out pulling out um, prequels and and spinoffs like trinity killer they're also um dipping into their other series billions and it's getting like four different spinoffs billions <laughs> um, so billions <laughs> Oh, uh, Showtime series billions is getting multiple spin-offs. Hmm? How about no, Scott? Okay. You might say millions. In fact, there's four shows currently in the works about this financial drama. All about Showtime. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Uh, I got to get out of my head. So, uh, so I was raised by the Dutch. <laughs> So uh, the spinoffs are going to be Billions Miami, which is set in the world of private aviation. Wow. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> Billions London, set in the UK financial industry or whatever. And then I don't know why they're doing this, but there's uh, a show called Millions. <laughs> where so I guess it's going down. I don't know. It's going down? Like, like, oh, yeah, let's talk about these billionaires. And now we're going to talk about these millionaires. I know, right? How about uh, you, featuring... you crazy Dutch bastard? <laughs> <laughs> featuring diverse 36 something financial mogul wannabes in manhattan okay <laughs> and then the last one is trillions uh based on fictional stories of the richest people in the world titans of the industry living all over the country but coming into contact and conflict with each other 
So all that is coming to Showtime on Paramount. Paramount Showtime. Oh, oh no! Let's not, watch not... shows about 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 people with money eating themselves. Yay! That's that's, <laughs> that's totally what I want to watch. Is it's sh- it shows about rich people. Episode trillions. Episode two: The Decay of Western Society. <laughs> oh, Okay, keep it going. Uh, moving on to Amazon. Uh, Peripheral. I guess this is a big show. I, I, you know, Aaron Watson, right? Double A. Amazing, yeah. He, he's been watching this. He said it was really good. So Peripheral has um, been renewed for season two over at Amazon. So hmm. I do have a uh, Perifopsis. Perifopsis! Synopsis! The Peripheral Centers on Flynn Fisher, a woman trying to hold together the pieces of her broken family in a forgotten corner of tomorrow's America. Flynn is the smart, ambitious, and doomed. She has no future until the future comes calling for her. The peripheral is a master storyteller, William Gibson's dazzling, hallucinatory glimpse into the fate of mankind and what lies beyond. Interesting. I haven't watched, but I've heard good things. It's definitely something I need to start watching. Uh, You know, that that sounds like a binge for this weekend. Like that, that actually sounds good. I think right. I might give this a shot. This sounds really entertaining. Yeah. And, of- and by the way, it's got, uh, I skipped, <coughs> skipped over her name, but Chloe Grace Moretz is in it. Um, yeah. I forgot what she's been in, but I totally recognize uh, her. Kick ass. Yes. Thank you. It's the face. I'm looking at her like her? her like adult face versus like her yeah. young face. Yeah. Oh, she she, she played cool. a hooker in Equalizer. I don't know. Easy. But she, was, but she was also like one of the main characters. The whole point was that he was trying to like not trying to save her from her life, but he was just trying to somebody was trying to kill her and he was trying to like save her from that. And she, James, she, if it's not if it's not a good binge, you could just turn it off and go see Fast in the theaters. Exactly. There you go. Go watch fast 10 exactly or binge the peripheral exactly or justice league (laughs) (laughs) season one of the peripheral is now streaming on the prime video oh okay i I just noticed something here so it's uh, executively produced by jonathan nolan who is christopher nolan's brother uh already worth watching Hmm. if it's one of the nolan brothers it's definitely worth watching because everything jonathan nolan uh co-produces a lot of um a lot of uh christopher nolan stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he like co-writes like he co-wrote tenant oh that's right he did yeah you're right you're right okay all right let's keep it going i know young phil is excited for this one all oh, sony spidey stuff all the time oh yeah that's, that's exactly what i want to watch is more sony spidey stuff because they they hit it on the head every time literally uh, i mean okay <laughs> i mean this is kind of interesting so okay along with silk spider society that's coming to amazon studios which is like i think the big deal for me is that amazon studios is behind these sony spider-verse shows or movies or whatever it is but okay so silk spider society is coming but now they're announcing there's going to be a new series called spider-man noir if nick isn't playing spider-man noir i don't want it (laughs) come on if it's not too old i don't want it he's too old (laughs) it's a live action spider-man noir i need i need nick cage come on so the series will be set in the 1930s as we follow the adventures of the spider-man variant that's ready to take on the criminal underworld in his signature noir style. All right. Cool. Oh my gosh. I got a big old spider noir opsis. Spider noir opsis. Synopsis. 
Forge, you want to read this one? This one's going to be cough. <laughs> so long. The alternate version of Spider-Man was introduced in a new uh, a version of New York during the Great Depression. While investigating a smuggling ring, Peter Parker is bitten by what seems to be a highly venomous spider housed inside a spider god idol. Falling unconscious, Parker has a vision of the spider god promising him power. He then awakes inside a cocoon and emerges from it, now possessing superhuman abilities similar to a spider. As the feared vigilante, the spider man parker wages a one-man war against the criminal underworld in new york city partly to avenge the deaths of his uncle ben parker and his mentor ben urich at the hands of the city's major crime lord norman osborne dun 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 I'm kind of interested in this. I think I may be more interested in this than I am the Silk Spider Society one. Nothing against Silk Spider Society. Again, I, my, my my whole problem with this is I have no faith in Sony. <laughs> you have faith in Amazon? I have a little bit of faith in Amazon. Is it because of the boys? The boys does help with that because they did a really good job with adapting that. But the, the whole thing with that adaptation was it's not entirely Sony. A lot of that has to do with um, Seth Rogen because Seth Rogen is a giant comic nerd and he makes sure that things are comic book accurate. So true. I'm down. Okay. Are you guys excited? Come on. Spider-Man. Yeah. Give me Spider-Man. It's again, Parker. again, it's one of those things where um, I am not going to, I'm, I'm not going to be excited until I see, until I see at least the, the first episode of it and see kind of how, how it plays out. Gotcha. I feel cool. the same. All right. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's get us some to some actual news. I know those are like quick, quick um, hitters, but this one's kind of interesting. I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, I know you got to go for us, but can you stick around for this one? I just want to get your opinion on this one. I absolutely, because this is, uh, this is something that was talked about on the radio the other day that it's pissing a lot of people off. Yes, exactly. It's pissing off uh, hobbits too. So um, (laughs) is it comforting when we get silly movie theater news again? Because maybe the pandemic's over. (laughs) No, this is, this is ridiculous. Go. AMC theaters has announced a controversial new price plan that will change people or charge people more money for better seats in the theater. They're rolling it out. It's called Sightline at AMC which is a ticket pricing initiative based on seat location within the auditorium or theater. What do you guys think of that? Um, No. I'm not gonna, I already so so I mean Sacramento doesn't have an AMC theater to begin with so I mean it's not even anything that is going to affect us but I mean what, y'all what do y'all have epic No we have like Regal and um Ew, yeah. y'all got Regal I'm seeing <laughs> Mark um you know like some of the other theaters that are out there but like Brendan yeah. we have Brendan Brendan theaters like I said Cinemark um we got a drive-in we do we have an IMAX theater that's just nothing but IMAX You want to go to a drive-in when you're out here that'd be fun Oh geez, Louise you guys probably shop at places like Meyer and Kroger too, don't you? <laughs> no, we don't uh, got those. We don't have Kroger because we have Safeway. <laughs> You have what? Safeway. Safeway owns Kroger. Oh, for the love of. Okay, back to AMC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I. I okay, I, I know where they're trying to go with this, right? I, I get what AMC is doing. They're trying to do the theater experience because when you go to the theater, not the movie theater, but the theater, you know, tickets are are priced based on where you sit. I see where where their their mindset is going on this, but it's that's in the wrong place. It, well, exactly. The thing is, is that nobody is going to go to AMC 
strictly because why am I going to go to AMC and pay more for a ticket when I can just go to a Regal or a Brendan or, um, you know, a, a United Artists or something like that. And, or and wait 48 and, hours for it to be on HBO Max. Because uh, there's that too. Not, not <laughs> with all of them though. I mean, some some of them are like that. But I mean, like the, the whole thing is there's, there's they're trying to do this whole thing where it's like, oh, if you want, uh, uh you know, if you want good seats, you got to pay more. And it's like, nobody wants that. Nobody at all is okay with this you guys think that this is something like I, I i don't know where they think that this is a positive thing like it's like well, hey sightline at amc you guys should be excited to pay us more money well aren't okay. you kind of doing that now paying for a different priced movie ticket with say what is it like uh, uh, uh imax or what is it the xd with the seats that um change like the seats that rumble and whatnot you're paying more for that stuff anyway right for 40x but not in a regular theater though right now i think what they're gonna do if they're smart they're not gonna make it to where you know it's more expensive to get good seats like regular price will be good seats and then they will charge like less for shitty seats fours is that a sword in your hand or are you happy to see me <laughs> it was a buster sword dun, 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 it was very cool oh, is that what he was waiting for he was just Thank you. But yeah, no, I, I I think that if they're smart about the way that they're gonna do this, they're gonna make it so that when you sit in like the front row where nobody wants to sit, it's cheaper seats. Yeah. Is it a way to increase pricing for tickets um without it hurting? You know, like hey, we'll give you a cheaper seat, but we're also gonna increase the the price of the main seats. You know, instead they of it globally to. going from like well, I don't know fourteen dollars to seventeen dollars, they're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna mask pricing hikes by uh giving you lesser seats over here but higher price seats over here. They would have to heavily, heavily, heavily survey their regular customers. And I mean heavily survey them. They would need to figure out what is the most popular seating for certain individuals and then price accordingly. And even then, you're going to get people who are going to come in and be like, you know what? I'm fine sitting on the far east side because it's like three bucks cheaper than sitting in the middle. Yeah. You, know, you get a lot of people who don't give a shit. They're there to just watch the movie as opposed to sitting in the dead freaking center and how much more are they going to hike these prices yeah uh dirty joke incoming so i mean like you know the 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 seats that are going to be the most expensive are going to be like those mid-level seats that everybody likes to see uh, sit where they have like the perfect one and then they go where else do people sit a lot oh the back row because it's the mm -hmm. handy row where everybody gets a handy okay all right <laughs> So this is this is kind of interesting. I, you know, I don't really come at it from like a uh, uh, um, like wealth point of view. It's more like it's yeah, the the seats that people want to sit at where you, you're sitting in the middle and you're a little bit higher up. Those are the more in demand seats. It's kind of a supply and demand thing. But for other people, this is more like a economic situation, which I didn't really think of. But like Elijah Wood, you know, uh, chimed in and he's like, uh, Elijah Wood is criticizing um, in a recent post on Twitter. Wood slammed them slammed amc by saying the movie theater is and always has been a sacred democratic space for all and this is a new initiative by amc theaters would essentially penalize people from lower income and reward for higher income what do you guys think about that i mean I, that, that's the thing is i i don't necessarily disagree with what he's saying okay and and you know there may be an agreement to this or not but i i, I don't necessarily disagree with what he's saying because it's like oh if you can't afford you know tickets which i mean it is opening it up for people who, who you know normally maybe couldn't 
regularly afford to go to, to get movie tickets, but like you have to shit sit in shitty seats in order to enjoy this movie because you don't have enough money. But hey, if you've if you if you've got more money that you can just spend, if you've got expendable uh, you know uh, uh, um, expendable income, uh, then hey, you can sit in whatever seat you want. You can go sit sit in the night in the in the good seats. Like I I understand where he's coming from when he says that. What do you think, Forrest? Is it an <sighs> ep economic question or is it just about supply and demand? We are going to see a freaking movie on a screen. These are not tickets to go see Fluffy live. You're not paying 412 bucks for, you know, good seats to see mm -hmm. Gabrielle Iglesias. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, seats are seats. You know, we you're you're already paying $15.95 for two drinks and a medium popcorn. At least that's how it is in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, they, I mean, it, it's not a it's not a surprise nor is it is it uncommon knowledge that 80 percent of any movie theater's profit comes from concession mm -hmm. period and to be more specific concession markup this is why people go to dollar tree and then bring backpacks to the movie theater exactly what i used to do you know you know i used to used to so um no this is this is asinine um you know you br bring a live performance Former, we'll start talking seats. Uh, you're you're going to show me The Flash or, or Indiana Jones or whatever. I, you know, I, I'm good paying my $12.95 to go see it. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, what this is going to do because this is an AMC initiative, and, and I'm sure other theaters are going to be like, oh, well, let's see if this is successful, right? The only success other theaters are going to have is because AMC is doing this, other theaters are going to get more business because people don't want to go and pay extra money for, for something that's already expensive. I remember when tickets were like five bucks to get into a theater right mm -hmm. now it's i remember like, you know, i remember two dollar two dollar wednesdays oh man uh yeah uh 250 matinee uh at, at um at a theater at a local theater in brentwood when i when i was in high school mm -hmm. um but i mean like you know i remember when when you know you could get cheap tickets like that and and things were like that now tickets are like it, it kind of blows my mind when i walk into a theater and it's 15 dollars just for a regular ticket for no for extra things you're not seeing imax you're not seeing i a uh, 40 x you're not seeing screen x you know uh uh, it's it's not anything that's any different. It's just your regular everyday ticket, fifteen dollars. But like, your seat may recline and it may be leather and comfier nowadays. I don't care. Like I don't I don't care. As comfortable as some of these seats might be, I'm just as fine sitting in a regular stadium seat. Okay. Exactly. To watch to watch this movie. Like that might be an added bonus sometimes, but I'm not going to the movies because of the seat that I'm sitting in. I'm going in because I want to watch a movie. Right. AMC, right. shame on you. Stupid. 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 Here, here's the quick breakdown. So there's the standard sightline, which is pretty much most seats in the theater. Then there's the value sightline. Oh, Lord. Which is referred to the seats in the front row of the auditorium as well as ADA seats in each auditorium that are available at the lower price than standard sightline seats. You know, that kind of walkway area where they have the, the wheelchair accessible seats. So those seats are the ADA seats. And then there's the preferred sightline, which are the seats in the middle of the auditorium and are priced at a premium compared to standard sightline seats. I, I like how if when you look at values uh, sightline, uh, it says 
says value sightline pricing is only available to AMC Stubbs members, including the free tier membership. So what they're trying to do is they're if, if you want to get the cheap tickets, they're forcing you, hey, you have to have our membership to our theater. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's another little hook. So... <laughs> Instead of the American movie cinema, it's the American Menza cinema. Gotcha. And if, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what Menza is, you're not a member. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So it sounds like everybody is not into this AMC seating thing. Interesting to see what happens because you're right. It could start affecting other theaters if for whatever reason it works for AMC. So Right. Again, like, like I said, I, I see other theater brands getting uh, boosts in sales, but not because because you know they did anything different it's because amc is driving customers away with this initiative right right all right ready, <laughs> ready to move on i am ready, uh, ready to move on to bed i was gonna say well. I think fours has to get going so fours as usual you know at the end of these episodes uh go ahead and give me all of your pluggable sir uh let everybody know where they can find you buddy all right here we're gonna make this one quick if you have a lightsaber from the lightsaber community or you go to kybercave.com and you buy one go to saberfont.com get yourself a sound font to plug into your saber you can you can catch all of the great sound fonts from me which is fours fx my friends harry harry solo fonts uh lars blocko juan sith all the greats all on saber font if you don't find my stuff there or you find that you know it's kind of boring you could go to kyber cave productions i am doing a truckload of stuff over there playing lots of games being part of lots of shows i got a lot of a lot of friends over there they are magnificent group of people and it's a great channel and it's the sister channel to this channel and if you're not if you're not down with that come on back to distance starting where phil and james are kind enough to let me be the third wheel to their show i was gonna Good say you're not down with that i got two words for you <laughs> regal cinemas <laughs> that's funny Nuts. thank you for us you're awesome we appreciate you so much we love you brother i will so much. see you cats thursday oh yes, oh oh we are now one month and 30 days away from the arrival oh my goodness it is coming up so fast so oh, fast how long are you gonna be out here for two and a half weeks oh yeah we've got time with you oh oh i i, I plan i plan to uh i plan to be there unless you gotta LeJack, find an amc <laughs> unless unless lejack is like he is not coming back in this house ever <laughs> so it's, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be awesome gonna be good awesome night, kids good night husband well what, whatever Forz is, uh, graveyard said fours is coming whatever fours is doing just make sure he cleans it up when he's done okay <laughs> All right, man. Real quick, Cam chimed in. Uh, it starts at AMC, then moves to Regal and all the rest because the reserve seating started at AMC, then moved to the rest of the theaters. Oh, interesting. Okay, right. all right. But again, the difference in, in in all this is reserve seating didn't cost extra, right? True. And, and and moving into an initiative where you're charging people more money for seats, that is going to be something where it's 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 not going to look good on AMC. Yeah, but you, you know, I mean, I keep wanting to like be the contrarian on this and it's like not every seat is the same yeah give me a different price if i have to sit in front at least i'm gonna be like i'm gonna grumble about sitting in the front if i have to see a movie but at least in the front row but at least i'm paying a dollar or whatever less you know what i mean like it's kind of supply and demand they kind of make kind of makes sense to me mm. you know 
economy aside and like your own personal wealth and in your own personal situation like whatever that's that doesn't affect the theater but it, they they know what seats sell first so yes those yeah. are the premium seats and then everything else is middle seats whatever. it's always yeah. those the middle like in in the prime middle of the theater because you're at the right eye length where you don't have to look up or look down or anything like that and and you you're like right in the middle so like wherever you don't have to go to like strain your neck you know like it's usually the middle of the theater but it's like i i get that i understand like I, like i said at the beginning i understand why they're doing it and what their thought process is but it's not it's it's i don't think it's gonna work the way that they think it is i don't think people are loyal enough to amc to be like oh yes i'm gonna i'm gonna be loyal to this theater because um be, because I, i've got so much loyalty to them that they're not gonna just go to another theater that's like well this theater's 10 more minutes away but you know what i don't want to deal with this extra cost mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah it'll be like just like what cam's saying it's a matter of like this sets the standard moving forward and we just all gotta get used to it or or what so oh snap graveyard yeah. is in the building <laughs> what is going on ah just got done recording an episode <laughs> Was oh, that they, they no Dustin? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no <laughs> Dustin tonight, but recordings. Uh, yeah. He's like, I just got finished doing an episode of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saving those episodes for you, Phil. Oh, we've got to do that. That that needs to be something. We need to have a day where we just, mm -hmm. just rock Destiny together. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially with the new game coming out. But let's continue the show. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at Fours demands it, and that's what he gets. Let the husband in. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Oh, we move out for this. We're gonna say, can I just you know go fuck AMC? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have AMCs out where you are? Everywhere. <laughs> That's all I have. Again, where we are, there's not an AMC around us anymore. Everything is all uh, Brendan Regal, uh, Cinemark. You know, like we have all that out here. Mm -hmm. there's, um, the, the reason I found out there's not an AMC out here is because my work gave us free tickets to AMC and we realized there's no AMC in the area. Uh, with, <laughs> in, in my county, there is, we literally have two AMCs right next to each other. One's a 12 screener, one's a 16. And then we have the IMAX. Yeah, we probably have five in this county. <laughs> yeah, like wow. we, our closest AMC is in Brentwood. And it's like, I'm not going to drive an hour away to, to go watch a movie just because it's free. I have to go drive. 30 minutes away to not to get to the AMC. Yeah. And all and then all we have then is Marcus and Imagine. So that's not even yeah, we don't have Regals. We don't have any of that stuff out here. Yeah. But my oh. close closest to my house is a Regal. It's like maybe ten, five, ten minutes away. Okay. Wow, I just looked it up real quick. Just on actually, this is just on Fandango. So I don't know if there's any theaters that don't use Fandango, but we have like five century and like five Regal. And yeah. then a couple like independent ones, but that's it. Like, oh, it's only Century and Regal. I think Brendan is technically in um, Solano County, so mm. out in Vacaville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Okay, anyway, let's keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get ready to get spirited away the fantastical world of Hayao Miyazaki. 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 <laughs> Beloved award-winning film, Spirited Away, is coming to you live. Now, they've already been doing the stage show, right? Yeah. So um, I guess that there's been a live stage live stage play version of Spirited Away um, in Japan. Right. Hmm. But only in Japan. Only in Japan. So I know this is one of the bigger animes, right? Spirited Away. Yeah. So it's a Studio Ghibli. Um, Which uh, is owned by Warner Brothers now. By Warner Brothers, right. Um, or at least the distribution rights in the United States are, are owned by 
by by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a Studio Ghibli film. It's one of the bigger films. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, this like so the, the the stage show Spirited Away is like super high budget. Mm, okay, okay. But I guess you're gonna be able to see it. So um, it's finally coming to America in a theatrical event. So G Kids is hosting the event. Uh, there will be two distinct performances with different casts led by Kana Hashimoto and Monet Kamishihari? Kamishia... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kamishiraichi. Oh, yeah. No, I I can't say that one correctly. I'm usually Um, good at these names. I I can't say that one right. So it's two different actors that are playing... Chihiro, mm-hmm. the main character. So I guess they're do, doing some like theatrical events. Speaking of movie theaters, right? Like where yeah. they do like a one night event type thing. So they're going to show the one, you know, the uh, live action play in movie theaters. Hopefully not right. AMC. Cam-, <laughs> Cam is saying uh, he wants to see this. Uh, see? More likely, I, I bet you that this is going to be a uh, Fathom events kind of thing. Is yes, it, a, is it a one night? Is it a one night only, or is it, are they going to do the entire run of the play? They haven't announced it yet. They haven't announced okay. it. Yet. Okay. So I do have a spiritopsis. Spiritopsis. Synopsis. Spirited Away follows 10-year-old Chichiro who moves to a new home with her parents after they get lost in a mysterious world and her parents are turned into pigs. God, I remember watching a piece of this. The young girl must survive in the strange fantasy world filled with witches, spirits, bathhouses, and return to the human world. This theatrical version of the play was filmed during the production's 2022 run at the Imperial Theater in Tokyo. Yeah, so this 100% sounds like a fathom events thing yeah i mean i'm i'm not well versed in anime but how do you guys feel this will translate though into a play are we gonna get like a spider-man after dark type scenario here (laughs) (laughs) oh so from what i've heard i've heard i've I've heard that um that the play itself is really good like it's it's a really faithful adaptation to the anime itself Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah i mean i've heard a lot of good things about it is it a musical i don't know actually Cam, is it a musical? They'll let us know. The stage play has been adapted and directed by Tony Award winner John Cade. Card? Baird? Cade. Cared? God damn. I'm sick and I can't read right now. John Cared. Both productions of Spirited Away live on stage will be coming to the U.S. movie theaters this spring. So who knows how long it'll be out there. Right. If it's one night or more. One night only. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, it was just an excuse for me to do that. Right. So, so. Cam chimed in. He said, I've seen the promo video and it looks amazing. Yeah. Like I said, I've heard good things about the stage show and I know that they're doing... Um they're doing more uh, stage shows of Studio Ghibli properties just because of the success of Spirited Away. Mm, okay, that's cool. This has the, uh, sorry, I don't know anime, but this has like the giant rabbit creature, right? <laughs> Am uh, I thinking the right Studio Ghibli stuff? No, no. Uh, it's, uh, it is Studio Ghibli, but it's not the one with the rabbit. Um, okay. I was, I was wondering how they're going to do that. <laughs> That, that's the one that they're uh, that they're doing an adaptation for right now. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Totoro is the one you're thinking. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. My neighbor Totoro. Um, yeah. No, they they're um, they announced already that they're that they're doing a live stage show of uh, My Neighbor Totoro. How are they gonna do that? I don't know, but they like there, there's a there's an Instagram online of the workshop that's building a lot of the stuff for the show, mm-hmm. and I think uh, it's in London. Yeah, and uh, they have like the the um, the bus, and they have the rabbit, and they've showed like kind of. Like 
like um uh um like almost not screen tests but like you know like like mechanics tests mm -hmm. like they look amazing i mean you feel like something like that big would be like call jim henson studios and right. make me the animatronic to do now, it now i know they announced that they're also doing princess mononoke which is like one one like another big one that a lot of people love um i want to see them do house movie castle like, like that would be a crazy one to see them do well go see these and then if if the demand is there maybe there'll be more right i know right all right let's keep it going don't hang up your cowboy hat just yet partner <laughs> uh some surprising news just dropped from taylor sheridan's yellowstone series is anybody watching yellowstone i don't jackie just started watching it though dude everybody is raving about yellowstone mm -hmm. and and it's like i don't know three seasons in and then it's got two, two spinoffs yeah. yeah dude it's so nuts and people are just going crazy for it um so the current iteration of the show is ending sooner than planned but the dutton family saga will continue in a new series starring matthew mcconaughey all right all right <laughs> <laughs> party at the moon tower spread the word yeah i guess um according to a report and again it's a report kevin costner um <laughs> uh, and the network have been having disagreements over shooting schedules so check this out costner is currently directing and starring in a multi-part western epic titled horizon which he co-wrote with john baird john baird john Caird. no john baird that landed at warner brothers pictures and new lines all right he's so he's got a new property happening right so i guess he's spending most of his time there like he just wants to do his own pro projects now and he's just like yeah yeah i want i want a, a an award for for yellowstone but that's great i want to do my own thing you know and interesting that it's with warner brothers pictures and new line because isn't new line technically owned by buena vista which means it's a disney property oh maybe yes yeah so <laughs> this is a disney warner brothers collaboration even though it's not Disney on the name, it's a property owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That means the production value is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so Paramount and Sheridan are moving to end their signature show. It's expected that several of the actors from the Yellowstone series will jump to the new show. So like what you were saying, Grave, that there's um, two prequel series. I think one is like 1883 and then 1923. 1923 and 1883, yes. Yeah, so it's like 100 years ago. So this next one is going to be like in the same world of Yellowstone, the same timeline of Yellowstone, just starring Matthew McConaughey. Um, well, that's hey right. I'm a cowboy. I'm from Texas. So it's being reported that it's quite possible that Yellowstone will end with the second half of the current season, which is set to return this summer. Oh, Spicy wow. Kevin Costner making moves, scre screwing everybody's <laughs> schedules. <laughs> so he went from a world where water was all over the place and nothing could be found to the deserts of you know the midwest well has he reached that point of his career because every person every guy seems as they get older eventually get into western still to this day yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah that, that must be it i mean he was post-apocalyptic as the mailman was the postman was he not? true that's true <laughs> i mean he's done a couple post-apocalyptic things because like the postman again Waterworld was post-apocalyptic uh he's he's done a few things and the most fantasy driven thing where people cared about the cubs <laughs> <laughs> wow oh god uh i mean is this heaven god he's not new to westerns though i mean like you know he he did dances with wolves right so mm -hmm. interesting okay you guys ready movies some mcu news oh yeah always yes <laughs> 
On to some MCU news. In a recent interview, director Matt Shackman. Matt Shackman? Shackman. Shackman? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> of WandaVision fame, who's in, who was Shank- in line to direct Star Trek for Shackman. You're talking about Matt Shankman? No, there's nobody that exists named Matt Shankman. Matt Shankman. I want to shank you. <laughs> he confirmed that Fantastic Four cameras will be rolling in early 2024, so we're about a year away from production, um, and the project is still seems to be on track for February 2025, so two years away from Fantastic Four. Interesting. And that, that makes me wonder where they are with the script writing process, where they are with, uh, I mean, it's it's going to be another year before filming, but I mean, like, you know, are they waiting for somebody to try and cast, or have they already casted and just not announced yet? Like, I'm excited to see what's going on with all of this, and, and kind of like what they're going to be doing with Fantastic Four in general. Like, I mean, I've got faith in Shackman to begin with, right? I mean, just like, mm-hmm. I, I, WandaVision was really good, you know? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I know mm-hmm. he can, he can direct, uh, the kind of emotion that we want in this. He can direct an ensemble cast. Uh, you know, I, I would like, I, I just, I, I'm just excited to see more of what the plan is with Fantastic Four. Also, who the villain is going to be, because I kind of don't, I kind of, I kind of do want Dr. Doom, but I don't want Dr. Doom because I want Dr. Doom as a international. Oh, oh, sorry. That's the one we don't talk about. <laughs> I want Dr. Doom as a mainstay MCU villain. Has to be. I I want him to be a, the, a like Thanos level villain, right? Like I'm I'm still kind of hoping for him going from being like, like like right now everybody like we all think it's Kang that's going to be the main villain. I kind of want Kang to be a minor villain to the actual villain is Dr. Doom. Okay, so here's you want the question. Kang to be a minor villain here's the question mm-hmm. is secret wars battle world and if so doom's involved well that the whole he, thing he has to he has to be right well that's what <laughs> i was gonna say the whole thing is secret wars in general the one of the catalysts yes. of the whole thing is dr doom yes um now on top of that we didn't get it in wakanda forever but the 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 main storyline that wakanda forever is based on mm-hmm. is um is uh black panther war which yes. again the catalyst character is dr doom dr doom Correct. is the one that starts the war between atlantis and wakanda so uh, and 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 um they said originally there was a scene that they filmed that was but the post-credit scene was supposed to be uh, a dr doom reveal yep right like uh so everybody uh, i guess minor spoilers right here but there's a scene early on in wakanda forever where there are um a bunch of soldiers that are just kind of like you know randomly there and uh and the wakandans fight them right and it became kind of like a minor thing where everybody was just like well why did these random ass soldiers just show up and they they were just gone right and um the whole thing is that the uh um i guess originally those soldiers were supposed to be a little more involved they were just kind of like pushing the two cultures together and it was supposed to be dr doom was orchestrating all of that and they were supposed to show in the post credit scene that dr doom you know those soldiers are reporting back to dr doom and he's and they're saying you know your plan worked and he goes i knew it would you know and and that's the mm. whole thing that, that was supposed to be you know th- that that's supposed to be a thing and then that was supposed to introduce Dr. Doom and we were supposed to get more down the line and it wasn't even supposed to be like a full reveal it was supposed to be like a Thanos level reveal right like where you know he turns his head and, and smiles in, in the Avengers yeah. right? it was supposed to be one of those things like you don't actually see who it is they haven't even cast for him yet they were just going to have a stand in and say I knew it and then just well, well they, they could have said that the where these soldiers come from Latvia 
that would have been per- that, that's all they needed to say. Right. They they could have easily said just made something where it was like, you know, uh, uh, these these, you know, those soldiers weren't American soldiers. Well, well what were they? They well, apparently they came from Liberia. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, maybe maybe Dr. Doom's going to be uh, French in, in the MCU. Well, there's 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 rumors that he'll be from Sokovia as well. That could make sense. But the thing is, is that, again, I I wouldn't want it to be Sokovian. I wouldn't want him to be Sokovian like, because I feel like that's just my like, like like it's it's almost undercutting who he is. Like, I think yeah. we still need Latveria and that he is the king of Latveria. And he is because that makes him more a more uh, layered, nuanced character. Because remember, they um, they've shown it in the comics that, you know, whenever you talk to Latverians, they always have nothing but good things to say about him because he's a good king. He he rules his country in the best interest of his people. But the best interest of his people also means destroying the rest of the world. Right. I mean, that's I mean, that's everybody. That's that's uh the Black Panther. That's Namor. That's technically that's Black Adam. You know what I mean? It's, it's right. about your people first. But right. I mean, how how many times how many more high seed government officials and mil- underground governments and militias can we have in the MCU left? I mean, we have essentially half the population of the world's part of some underground secret organization. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, again, I feel like, you know, it's it's kind of how some of the stuff in uh, like, like you know, they, they established that Wakanda was already a country. They just didn't know that it was what it was. Right. And because they talked about how like, oh, it's a small country that uh, does textiles. Right. And like yeah. you know, everybody thought that it was like, you know, a nothing country and they knew who T'Chaka was, but he was, uh, uh, you know, the king of Wakanda. But they thought Wakanda was like a nothing country, not realizing that they were the most technologically advanced country in the world. So it's the same thing. Like, you know, you can have like even a small thing would be like, you know, they have like a U.N. meeting and they have somebody from Latveria that's sitting in on or just an empty chair with the placard. That this says Latveria, right? Like, yeah. and, like that's the whole thing is you just have to have small Easter eggs and small references, and th- then we know Latveria exists. And in knowing that Latveria exists, that means that in turn a Doctor Doom has to exist. Yes. Um, in the chat, Daniel Flores, small rumor I heard is that Deadpool will be making his MCU debut in the end credits of FF. Uh, seen it in the headline, couldn't find any other source though. Where, uh, where's Deadpool coming Fantasy? out? Yes. Where I thought Deadpool was coming out before Final Fantasy. No. Fantastic. For it. what's sure. the, what's the timeline? I no. thought it was really close. I, I think um, uh, Deadpool is supposed to be um, in 2025. I think is is the release for it, which is funny okay. because they're already filming Deadpool right now, right? Uh, and they're not even filming Fantastic Four yet. But I mean, like you know, I think the the whole idea is that they're supposed to be doing Fantastic Four, and then Deadpool comes out a little bit later, and that's supposed to be uh, the, uh, the it official. Says, it says November 2024. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. November. Yeah, yeah, that's before Fantastic Four. Oh, uh, then. All right. Sorry, uh, uh, Chef Megatron. I, I feel like uh, that may be a uh, uh, a grab for you, man. Um, because if Deadpool comes out, then that it might be that the end credit scene in Deadpool is a Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah. So actually, yeah. let's let's talk about that. So uh, like what Grave is saying, November eighth, twenty twenty four is Deadpool, mm-hmm. and then February fourteenth, twenty twenty five. So they will probably be you know what what is that two three months apart? Three months. Yeah. So they'll probably yeah. be back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I mean that it, it would make sense to do a Fantastic Four reveal in in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I think I think will happen. Here's my prediction: the multiverse recursion will happen, and Reed Richards will detect it, leading up to that Deadpool coming into the uh, canon MCU, and will detect that incursion. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. still like the idea. Somebody's been making jokes because uh, this is not, you know, this is not a, a a canon thing or anything they're doing. But I like the idea of because Deadpool is so meta that you mm-hmm. have him at some point in the movie just like sit down in front of a computer and click and drag a bunch of folders from Fox <laughs> over the right and yeah and then basically everything that was at, at Fox is now in Disney and they exist in that universe and nobody no, nobody acknowledges it at all it's just like they just existed there the entire time and that's how we get Reed Richards and that yep. is the smartest way to do that I like it <laughs> I'm in. I like it. I like it. Okay, we got some more MCU news. We saw the Guardians trailer earlier, so let's talk storyline because Marvel has shared a new synopsis. A synopsis. Synopsis. For Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with additional details. These details will have fans worried about Rocket and the lives of his buddies. So I do have a Guardians of the Synopsis Opsis. Guardians of the Synopsis Opsis! Synopsis. Our beloved band of misfits are settling into life on nowhere, but it isn't long before their lives are upended by the echoes of Rocket's turbulent past. Peter Quill, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, must rally his team around him on a dangerous mission to save Rocket's life. A mission that, if not completed, successfully could quite possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Aww. Wow. So sad. I uh, mean, we, we kind of knew that this, James Gunn said that this current lineup will be different for Guardians moving forward after this. Yeah. Right. And I know we got Cosmo in this. Uh, again, we we were talking earlier because we watched the trailer before you came on. Uh, uh, but, you know, uh, I, I, Adam Warlock is somebody who, you know, we're going to be getting in this movie. Maybe he does become officially a part of the Guardians in this iteration. Mm-hmm. Adam Warlock, I feel, is way too OP to be a part of the Guardians. But I mean, like, you know, it'd be dope. Well, I mean, we have to branch more cosmically. We yeah. really do. But Adam Warlock is too OP of a character. That is a dude who, like, I, if they if they introduce Richard Ryder, then I could see him being a part of Guardians, even though Richard Ryder can fly. But I mean, like, you know, like I feel like the characters that are part of the Guardians of the Galaxy should be like everyday dudes, right? Rather than being dudes who are super powered. Like, you know, like again, Nova is too OP, even though I, I, I could see them doing Nova because they could do, you know, uh, uh, Drax level jokes with him. He'd be way too serious, and they'd be just joking with him. Oh um, yeah, you know. Or again, Adam Warlock makes sense as an ally but adam warlock is one of the dudes in the comics that could defeat thanos on his own so i mean like you know you know just like just like thor kind of joining the guardians you know or or palling around with the guardians he was just like he wasn't really part of the guardians but he was just there he was slumming it yeah he was slumming it it with the guardians yeah no i i think um yeah i mean we have lots of rumors daniel obviously that go out but i mean rocket he's a he's not technically a raccoon I mean, yeah, that's weird to me. He's a, he's, a, he's a genetically altered raccoon, so he's technically a raccoon. We'll probably find out. Right, we will. And so my theory, and I want this to be true so much, I've been saying it at a certain other chat that has a break room every day, is, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, as much as I, I like, I want Mr. Sinister so much, and yeah. we have the high evolutionary who does genetic engineering creatures, and that's what Mr. Sinister does for with X-Men. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you reading the current run of X-Men right now? No. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, you should probably pick that up because um, there I don't know what it's what the arc is called, but it's all about Mister Sinister. Mm-hmm. Is it House of X? No. Okay. Um, but it turns House out of X is one of their current runs right now. Okay. So one of so what happens with with Sinister is like what we know about Sinister is only like the tip of the iceberg, and really um, the Sinister that we know is a clone mm-hmm. of the original Mister Sinister. But there's four clones active right now within the Marvel universe. And you know how Sinister has a diamond on his head? Yeah. Or on his forehead? Yeah. So there's like a diamond Sinister, and then there's like the Sinister of, of Spades, and you know, one that has a heart and one that has a, a club. Of and they're course. all like doing different things, but they're all like trying to advance um, humankind. Right. And I, I I I would love for Sinister to somehow get his hands on the high evolutionary's work right. and use that for his basis. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Sinister makes a lot of sense for Deadpool, too, because remember, the two like biggest mutants take characters in in the comics are Mr. Sinister and Deadpool and that's where like they've done storylines where Deadpool has fought against Mr. Sinister and like you know they bring up the fact that they're both mutates and not actual mutants like yes. they're mutants that were not born with the, with the XG. Sinister made himself a mutant. Right. Sinister made himself a mutant. Deadpool was made a mutant in, in the Weapon X pro, uh, program. Correct. Sins of Sinister. That's what it's called. Oh okay. No I've, okay. I've talked about that line too. Go check that one out. Sins of Sinister. I was, I was doing a little bit of research on it and looked super Super interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, James Gunn said one of the reasons why I came back to make the movie was because I felt like I needed to tell Rocket's story. I would have been very sad not to complete the trilogy for many reasons, but I just feel very connected to Rocket. I feel nobody would be able to tell his full story if it wasn't me. So that's cool. Yeah, I dig that. All right, cool. So I, th- I think I think Rocket will end up with the Otter and he'll stop fighting. I I don't think I don't think Rocket's life is in danger. I think it's Dave Batista's. <laughs> Right. It's Drax's. Drax's, yeah. Especially because he's been saying that, you know, because James Gunn's not going to be directing, he doesn't want to be in it. Because the perfect end to his story is to finally find peace to be with his family. That's That's true. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Or like Nebula will die. And that's how Gamora kind of finds her um, humanity side again, like her her sensitive side, you know. She has the darkest eyes. <laughs> and I mean, like uh, we saw in the trailer, like uh, Leela's going to be there. So I mean, like that's the name, right? You know, so yeah. it's it's like you know, it's it, it, that in the comics, that's his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see that world that the High Evolutionary created that Rocket was on, because it's all like small woodland creatures that have been genetically enhanced that the High mm-hmm. Evolutionary just like stole from other worlds. But how how is that genetic work done? Not any different than Boba, who raised Quicksilver and Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring cows into this. I'm getting hungry as it is. Bova is a different monster, and I love the the Bova Easter egg in um in WandaVision. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Since we're talking about Disney sequels, uh, after Disney's last animated film, Strange World, bombed at the box office, Disney is going back to what got them to the top. Oh boy, it's sequel time! During the company's earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that the animation production team are hard at work developing new films for Frozen, Toy Story, and Zootopia. Of course they're busy. Just laid off 7,000 people people <laughs> yeah um frozen i understand toy story 
I don't know if we need another Toy Story. Like, they, they had such a good run. You know, like, Toy Story 4 was fun, but it's just kind of like, I don't know if we need to continue those those movies. Zootopia 2 sounds interesting. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. And there's a whole land in, right. like, one of the international parks for Zootopia. And they're building another one at uh, Disney California, aren't they? Um, I don't know if they're building a land for it quite yet. Yeah, I, I, I thought they were building something Zootopia-related at, um, at Disney California. Uh, not that I've seen quite yet. You're talking about but... in the movie that there's more lands or just. No, 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 no. Wow. Uh, at, at Disneyland, like okay. uh, here in California. We have something here in California, Grave, called yeah. Disneyland. I don't know uh-huh. if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> no. Um, it's a theme park. And we there's actually two of them. There's Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. Oh, bad! Is it the happiest place in the world? It, it is. is. So why would I be there? I'm Grave here. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. That's good. Yeah, that was good. Really good. <laughs> so Frozen 3, Toy Story 5, and Zootopia 2 are coming. Hmm. Yeah. Frozen 3 totally makes sense. Huge fran- huge franchise. That's their yes. new princess line, right? You know, I've watched it like a thousand times that have two young daughters. <laughs> it's it's interesting that two of the movies on this list that they announced are uh Disney animation and then one of them's Pixar. Mm. It's like are they dictating Pixar's like releases or because remember uh um, like the 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 the, the, the high ups at Pixar have always said that they will not make a sequel unless it makes sense and it's spiritually as good as the the, the predecessor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is this because they said like Pixar said, hey, we have a Toy Story movie that we think is good and will come out, or is this Disney moving their hand and saying you need to come up with a Toy Story movie because that's our franchise? Well, you know, like they could have ended after three, right? And should have ended after three. I, and we again, were all we were all crying when they were at the like you know the dump and they were about to get incinerated. You know, spoiler alert. Um, but what, Toy Story 13 4, years old. <laughs> but Toy Story 4, it still had a good story. And seeing the whole um, Buzz and Woody, right. you know, kind of arc kind of come to an end, so to speak, right. was super um, interesting. It was like heartbreaking to me to watch them like voluntarily leave. It's like when, you know, a kid grows up and goes to college. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like Andy. <laughs> Andy, right. And then, and then, I mean, we got Keanu Reeves out of it. So, I mean, exactly. Boom. <laughs> Duke boom. <laughs> so I'm I mean I'm kinda I'm kinda okay with it. Because it what it was one was what ninety Two was like 96, and then three was 2010. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like 14 years between them. And then Toy Story 4 was what, 2020? Was it 2020 or was it 2019? I'm just saying, like, you want to pandemic. Oh, maybe. It might have been right at the start. Somebody start Googling. If well, no, only we had some search engine. I saw it in theaters. 2019. 2019. I was going to say, I saw it in theaters and I was maskless. So definitely was before the pandemic. Oh, I'm really wrong with my date. 95 was the first one. 99 was. Got, there's a munchkin on the screen. Say hey. Hey, hey, hey. Kaya, are you excited for a new Frozen movie? Are you excited for a new Toy Story movie? How about a new Zootopia movie? Which one's your favorite? Anna and Elsa? Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. When you go have fun. She's like, no, I want to be on the show. You want to learn about Moon Girl? <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go get a churro in Disneyland news. Moon Girl has landed at Disneyland Resort. Are you excited for, for Moon Girl? I, I kind of am because uh, I, I've gotten glimpses of the comic book, uh, the, the Moon Girl and the di- uh, Devil Dinosaur. Uh, it, I mean, it was an old school comic book that didn't do very well. And then they decided to like revamp it. And it's like been killing it lately. You know, we watched it. It's out on um, oh, that's right. There's a Disney Channel. I forgot there's a cartoon of it now. Yeah, oh, and actually, is, 
live there. Yeah, yeah it, it just came out. Um, you know, uh, we were talking about it with Matt Aguilar, um, from Comic Book Nation. So the first couple episodes dropped on Disney Channel, and I think tomorrow the first six episodes are coming to Disney Plus. So I'm gonna get excited. And by the way, um, you're gonna love this, Young Phil, because um, they talked about it when when Matt interviewed um the creators uh-huh. and the showrunners. But um, Devil Dinosaur, he doesn't have um any lines, just grunts, you know, like a like a dinosaur, right? Is it Freddy Tattashore? It's Fred Tattashore. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Freddy Tattashore, I love you, man. Oh, my God. Fred Tattashore was one of the coolest guys to meet, man. We met him at LA Comic Con. And, uh, well, not at the con itself, but we met him at a, um, at, a improv show. Show, at an improv show that we went to. Um, and, dude, he was so cool, man. He, I love Freddy Tattashore, man. He's one of the coolest guys ever. Well, you know, one quick note about that. So one of the interesting pieces that came out of that interview for Matt with the uh, creators was that so Fred asked, you know, hey, um, I'm playing Devil Dinosaur. That's great. Can I get um, some lines? And they're like, he, the, it's a dinosaur. He doesn't have lines. You know, he's he's just going to grunt and whatnot. You know, you're going to grunt a bunch of different ways. And we're going to use that for um, the script and, you know, and for production moving forward. Right. He's like, no, I really want to know what the dinosaur is feeling and thinking. And I'm going to interpret that into the grunts and the sounds and the emotion that the dinosaur is giving out. And it's like, oh, my God, that's so smart. Fred Tattashore, you're amazing for like taking that level of, of detail, you know. So it was super cool. Yeah, that, Freddy, uh, Freddy Freddy's awesome, man. I love Freddy Tattashore. <laughs> nice. So it's really cool. So anyway, Moon Knight is coming to Disneyland Resort. So um Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur debuting like now on Disney Channel and tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Tomorrow, six episodes on Disney Plus is coming to Disney California Adventure. Oh, nice. So um oh, so it's gonna be at the uh, Avengers campus? Sort of. I don't know. Have you been to when was the last time you went to California Adventure? Dude, I haven't been to like Disney any of the Disney resorts since before uh they did Star Wars, man. I, I haven't oh, been okay. So there was a there's a spot like in I guess the Hollywood area of California Adventure. Okay. Towards the like the end of the of the main street. I don't know what the street yeah, is. Yeah, kind of where kind of where where Guardians Breakout is at. Like when you get to the end it's, of the it's right. down the street from that but there's a little spot it looks like a new york sidewalk almost like a uh something you'd see from like friends but really that's where they used to have spidey yeah yeah, yeah. do his interactions it's going to be right there so that that's actually what they're showing in, in the little um still is that's where um spider-man used to be kind of hanging out taking pictures have you seen oh you saw that la comic-con but like the 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 walking talking blue velociraptor yes they need to do devil dinosaur like that i was thinking the same thing like this would be one of those easy car you know cosplay like one of those inflatable disney or inflatable dinosaur um costumes <laughs> so easy to do so easy to do so i, I can uh, imagine though like kids would be scared of it <clears throat> yeah but it's endearing so uh moon girl uh 13 year old super genius Lu- lunella lafayette who protects new york's lower east side she calls it the les um whether 10 ton t-rex dinosaur or devil dinosaur in the latest marvel superheroes to have their own heroic encounter so I mean, you can oh, meet. Oh, was that was was that a Moon Devil Opsis? <laughs> sort of, sort of. So you can meet Spider Man, Black Panther, Ant Man, Wasp. I met Thor, um, Doctor Strange when I was there. Black or Black Widow when I was there. Um, nice, nice, nice. Um, Black Widow just laying there. Wow. <laughs> 
So rude. Wow. <laughs> so rude. Was Doctor Strange a zombie? <laughs> I'd go see him if he's a zombie. Right. I'd meet I'd meet Fat Thor. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd be okay with that. Oh, they bro Thor needs to happen. They need to do that. Uh, but check out this. Um, so the series is, is out right now, Disney Channel, but it's also gonna be on Disney Plus. Check out this voice cast. Diamond White, Fred Tatashore, Lawrence Fishburne, Craig Robinson, Allison Bree, Andy Cohen, David Diggs, Maya hawk jennifer hudson cliff method man smith Colby <laughs> smolder and wesley snipes wesley snipes is Holy, he gonna be like, blade I don't, <laughs> how cool would that be that would be oh, great cool. no oh my god uh, i want to know who method man's playing yeah exactly you need to just go watch is he playing himself <laughs> that would be great he's just <laughs> m-e-t-h-o-d man yeah. <laughs> so kind of cool i kind of dig this you know the crime <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody new. I d- I dig that you know Marvel's branching out and trying new things. So I'm into it. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. But you 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 know what other new things are out there? What else is out there? Uh, well, as far as like you know new coolness. Uh, the new coolness is that we got merch, people. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got merch, people. Oh, I'm what so kind of merch do you have? Like that hat on your head? We got that. <laughs> <laughs> we got hats. We got a few. We some hats got sold. Some hats got given away during uh, KyberCon three. So we have a very very limited amount of hats left. We only have Galaxy Gray left. If you want a hat, hats are thirty five bucks. Thirty bucks. If you're gonna get multiple hats, if you get multiple, you might buy them all. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I know, right? We do have shirts available as well for 20 bucks or 25 if we've got a ship look at that look at that look at the puff the puff is good i dig that we also have stickers so if you want stickers we just got um some sticker packs so if you if you want some all you got to do is messages best way if you want a hat or shirt and let us know your size or a pack of stickers message us on instagram at distance learning and let us know what you're looking for we'll put it together for you we'll work it out with you go from there cool very cool very very and by the way we might have more coming soon but i'm not gonna ruin the surprise quite yet oh yeah there's a couple of things there's there's some stuff that people have been asking for that we're looking into so gonna yeah. be uh gonna be some fun stuff nice all right well that being said ladies and gentlemen let's talk to you guys about the schedule yes ladies and gentlemen our schedule on mondays usually from 8 to 12 but uh you know this last week i i had some personal things that popped up so i had to play later uh but n- normally from 8 to 12 i got game streams now we've been playing uh dead space uh if you're into horror games definitely a thing to watch if you're not into horror games i'm sorry just uh gonna have to wait until i play harry potter uh <laughs> tuesdays if not i mean in our reality just get over it it's a video game. scary Dude. things are scary <laughs> Get into the fear. Uh, Tuesdays, the download from 6.30 to 8.30. Ladies and gentlemen, the show that you are watching right now is the download. We talk news. We talk rumors. We talk uh, trailer reactions. We do reviews. We we talk about all the cool things that are out there, all the fun stuff in the nerd world. Now, Thursdays, we do the build. Ladies and gentlemen, I build Lego on stream while we interview cool and interesting people, uh, sometimes celebrities, sometimes just, uh, again, interesting people. This week, we 
we've got Ed Makuge. Uh, I cannot say that name for a second. Uh, Ed Makuge, who is a cosplayer. Uh, met him at uh, LA Comic Con, uh, and uh, he's he's got some pretty cool uh, uh, costumes that he does and whatnot. Now he did um, James. I'm sure you'll appreciate this one. He did the uh, uh, the Infinity Stone um, Ultron. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, and it looked from what if? Too, oh, from what if? And wow. It was, so uh, he's going to be coming on the show this Thursday. We're going to be talking about him, about his uh, kind of like the builds that he does and everything like that. So we'll talk about his builds while we're talking about my build, which I'm building the Atari 2600. Fun times, guys. You got to get on there and check it out. All the cool things. I built the Asteroids game this week, um, and the, the console is starting to starting to get up. I'm on bag number 10 right now, I believe. Uh, out of, how many? Out of 16. Okay. So that right there. And then, That'll go quick. of course, That'll go quick. Of course, Graveyard is doing a bracket right now. I am. Uh, best, and I think it's best villain and uh, superhero bracket, yep. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's both Marvel and DC, so it's uh, it's it, it got pretty heated, you know, because because uh, <laughs> I mean, we we really got into the aspects of you know, is this character really a hero? Mm -hmm. You know, like we we eliminated Wolverine right off the bat, and that's just because not that Wolverine is not a good character, but I mean, if he wasn't on the X Men, he would be a villain. Straight. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because and he has been when he wasn't on the X-Men. Right. Yeah. He, and it's mainly because he's such a lone wolf when it comes to things. He kind of just does what he wants to do. And his morals are kind of just out there, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, I can't wait for us to get to the villain side. What makes a better villain? <laughs> I mean, when we get into that, like it's, it's like who is more purely evil? Whose whose intentions are are more are more villainous? It's gonna get interesting. It is gonna get interesting when we get to the villains. Like you know, who who's the character you love to hate more? Yeah, I and I hope when when it becomes to the final two for hero and villain, we have to pit them against each other. I hope one's Marvel and one's DC. Oh, that would be kind of fun. That'd We're gonna fun. do our own Amalgus, uh, Amalgus universe. Exactly, I like, I like it. Exactly. Uh, so that's us, guys. Now, of course. Uh, uh, we stream all of our shows on uh, Twitch, uh, and then our uh, uh, Tuesday and Thursday shows, the, the download and the build are on YouTube. Uh, so go and follow us. If you're not already following us on those channels, set your reminder. Make sure that when we go live, you get that notification. You're out there hanging out with us. You're in the chats with uh, all the guys that are there, and of course, on the on the game streams, and James is uh, posting a whole bunch of fart noises the entire game. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, you know, Stuff like that. So uh, let's have all of the fun guys come and check us out. Distance nerding everywhere at distance nerding. At also distance, distance nerding. At distance nerding. Yeah. Hey, before we get to your pluggables, Grave. Yes. I just want to give a big shout out to you and Salem and they mostly pot out at night, mostly podcast, because thank you so much for for um, sponsoring KyberCon mm -hmm. 3. That was awesome. It's so cool. You pretty much lower the price for all the attendees. So that's I don't even yep. think people really knew that, but that's super cool that you did that. That's awesome. I saw all the shirts that were out there on the table that, you know, shout out to Aubrey. Shout out to Anthony. They were slanging them. Um, you know, um, I saw Tommy Bechtold with one. Oh, mm -hmm. Tommy Bechtold was wearing it the whole show. I love oh, yeah. it. Show. I, I loved it. I love seeing <laughs> Super cool, super cool. I think uh, Say Wong ended up winning a shirt. He is very so. disappointed looking at the picture. <laughs> 
I mean, he was happy. He was he was toting it around. Oh, is, is that that's his happy look? Okay, that's his happy look. And he's like, and he kept saying your name. He's like, I can't wait to show this to graveyard. And I'm like, you should wear it. Did you guys get? Did you guys both get merch? Uh, Yo, we've I, got merch, people. We've <laughs> we've we've got we've got merch, people. We've got merch, people. <laughs> Okay. I didn't end up getting one. We were kind of watching the uh, the last panel. Mm -hmm. um, and then as things were kind of breaking down, then we ended up talking to some of the talent like Tim Donaldson and Alan Fernandez yeah. as things were wrapping up. So I didn't end up getting a shirt. I don't know. I think. Wait, no. Oh. I think we got a Kyber Cave shirt, but that was like at the very end right before we were leaving. We'll yeah. have to. I'll talk, I'll talk to Metsu about that. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll make sure. We'll, we'll do some kind of some kind of something. We'll make something happen. All right. But they were cool. They were cool. And people got them. So that's cool. Say Wong Sweet. better be wearing his right now. <laughs> now give us some pluggables. I'm pretty sure Say Wong is wearing it right now. As we I hope so. I hope so. I know, right? Uh, and that's so it. Like he's naked underneath. Exactly. Uh, oh, that's, that's why. That's why, man. It's it's, it's it's like that one dude uh, who um, who like pulls all the uh, uh, the tablecloths, mm -hmm. but he's naked. Have you seen that dude? What are you talking about? <laughs> I want to say yes. I really do. The, the, the no Asian idea. dude that always. Always pulls like the, the the cloths, but he's like completely naked. Why is he gotta be Asian? Because he is Asian. <laughs> is he Bobby Lee? What? what who's this? It sounds like Bobby Asian? Lee. It's what's funny is if I pulled up a video of him right now, you would know. Oh, I know who that is because that dude's like all over social media. So it's like hmm, I have not seen that. Anyways, uh, give us your pluggables, sir. Yes. <laughs> So I am Graveyard, co-host of the Mostly Pilot Night, Mostly Podcast. Uh, we release a podcast every Wednesday. We just record ours tonight for release tomorrow. Uh, so check that out. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm also uploading them as movie files into YouTube. So you can just listen to us while you go to sleep on the YouTube app. Don't have to watch anything. It's just our sweet voices talking to you about all things horror. Top of that, you can find me releasing a Retro Alcove episode every Monday at Kyber Cave Productions. And also you can find Find me at Kyber Cave Gaming Live after the build on Thursdays and Kyber Cave After Dark on Fridays with more shows coming out soon. Awesome. Awesome. Super cool. You guys, did you guys listen to the last one we did on Friday night? The the nerd out format I started? Yeah, I was I was in the chat. Yeah. What'd you think of it? Yeah, I liked it. It was really cool. I'm glad you guys were talking about it. You had the right people. You had good Frager. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I got yeah, all the people that couldn't make it to the con. <laughs> Exactly. All the all the East Coast and Midwest. I was gonna say Midwest. Yes. Midwesterners. <laughs> yep. That's cool. Yeah, I dug it. Um it was really cool, like kind of like this, where we just kind of talk about mm -hmm. nerdy stuff and news and whatnot. So it was cool to to hear you guys about it. So I'm down. Yeah, I, I kinda wanna do it like yeah. a Saturday morning like thing so you like you'd wake up like set old Saturday morning cartoons, but it's the nerd out. Yeah. I like, I like you that. can um maybe like coffee and comics or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's like Ooh. wake up and you talk comics or something like that. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Coffee. I'll be watching oh, comics. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. I need coffee. <laughs> 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 all right james you want to lead us out have something you want to discuss tell us what you're nerdy out on and make sure to let us know in the facebook group that distance learning did post join facebook if you still use facebook do you still use facebook i still use tell facebook. you if you don't tell your mom tell your mom to join oh, distance learning <laughs> post on facebook and you you can nerd out and she can feel cool that you guys are relating over nerd stuff right exactly now guys i tell you every week all the time you hear it on every episode you can go to distance nerding.com and you can buy 
guys a taco. Join the taco party, ladies and gentlemen, because it is the greatest thing you can do to support the show. It's 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 what makes it so that we can continue to go to shows and we can continue to come out and see everybody. And it's how we get all the prizes so that we can send you more prizes because I am not afraid to buy your affection. Uh, in all reality, I guess I'm saying that you're buying your own affection, but no, more, more likely it's actually coming out of my pocket. So, uh... <laughs> Guys, join the taco party. Come and come and hang out with us, or come and come and support us. But guys, connect with us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, MySpace, Friendster, GeoCities, OnlyFans. It's only pictures of Aaron Watson and Mandels. Oh, <laughs> at distance nerding. And you guys know we are here to party. Exactly. James loves that. I'm just always. <laughs> this is Young Phil thwipping and. <laughs> Being Emerald Lagasse throwing salt and bam. I, I'm, I'm, bam. Just, I'm, just, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just I, 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 I masticate, masticate a lot. I, would you love how close that is to another word? No, I don't. <laughs> yes, I really do. Naked Asians and tablecloths and masticating. Masticating is talking with your hands, what I do all the time. You're mansplaining, masticating. Great. I am mansplaining, masticating. All right, ladies and gentlemen, find us all in every place that exists at Distance Nerding. Thanks, and keep nerding together. That's right. Now, guys, it is time for the dance party. I'm not sure if you guys are ready for it, but I'm ready for it. Let's have some fun. Dance off, pants off. No way, my pants are staying on. Take them off. The Asian. <laughs> Flavor Town. Well, of course, Robin. I am. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's comic conversation. This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Signing out from another amazing episode of Comic-Con Radio. Tune in for your daily shows of Comic-Con Radio. Go to comiccon-radio.com. Reach us on social media, Instagram, at Comic-Con Radio. Comic-Con Radio, taking the world one listener at a time.